0: SECTION 12 OF A MINOR WAR HISTORY This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes Letter 38 Camp Beaufort, Charles County, Maryland January nineteenth, eighteen sixty-two. Horrible weather. It is almost inconceivably muddy, and today it is raining. I went out to watch the batteries work today, and it was a question sometimes whether I wouldn't have to leave my boots in the mud. We have spells of cold weather with a little snow, but it soon gets warm and rains. Jim Carr of our company. "'Caught his foot terribly with an axe yesterday. "'The blade went right through the bones, "'and he will be crippled for a long time. "'I have studied it out that we will not trouble the rebels "'on the other side for some time yet. "'We are building big mortar rafts up at Baltimore "'to be used in shelling out the rebel batteries. "'It will take some time to get them ready, of course, "'but when the time does come, there will be music in the air.' Last week I helped dig out a rebel shell. It was buried seven feet in the solid earth, and must have traveled over four miles. End of Letter 38 Letter 39 Camp Beaufort, Charles County, Maryland January twenty sixth, 1862 You never saw a lovelier day than this. "'clear as a whistle, with breeze enough to set the whitecaps running on the river. "'In the forenoon I went down to our battery near the river just for the walk. "'One of the lookout pickets I passed on the bluff had a powerful spyglass, "'through which I got a good view of the rebel fort on shipping point. "'Down by the battery I picked up an Indian arrowhead. "'Some contrast between this stone weapon of a dead-and-gone race,' and those long thirty-two-pounders close by. I see a good many old Manchester acquaintances here who drop down sightseeing. Kimball, the shoe-man, John B. Chase, the tanner, and Cy Mason, Washington agent for the Associated Press, were here day before yesterday, and yesterday Dr. Hawks came down. Would you like a picture of myself and my surroundings right at this moment? well here it is see me sitting in front of a cheerful wood fire my boots off and your gorgeous smoking cap on my head by my side a cup of steaming hot cocoa a cookie and a quarter of mince pie slade is at my right writing and similarly provided for in the eatable line just at this moment he is digging down into his box hunting for a big lump of candy "'that came to him from home. "'We had chickens from New Hampshire for supper. "'I'm getting to be an expert myself in certain branches of cookery. "'I can toss and turn fritters now, without dropping them in the ashes. "'Can you? "'Our oven is very simple, but it does its work to perfection. "'We set a deep iron pan on a bed of coals. "'In this, four or five little rocks as supports for the plate carrying the dough.' The whole covered with another iron pan, filled with coals. The biscuits and plum cake we turn out cannot be beat anywhere by anybody. End of letter thirty-nine. Letter forty, Camp Beaufort, Charles County, Maryland, February first, eighteen sixty-two. Every night, almost i dream that i am home again and those dreams are perhaps a forerunner or premonition of something that is going to happen the signs are decidedly more promising for an early termination of the war we have worsted the rebels in every fight we have had for some time and the tone of the southern press indicates that the southern people begin to appreciate what a scrape they have gotten themselves into i expect we will move from here before long the quartermaster says he does not expect to stay in this place much longer and has especially charged his teamsters to keep their equipments in condition for a quick movement besides a road is now being built down to liverpool point about twelve miles below here on the potomac this indicates that when we go we will embark for somewhere, perhaps only to be ferried across the river. In all your life, travels, and experience, you never ran across such a mud hole as this is at this season. I heard this afternoon that we would have to back our supplies up from the landing, as it is pretty near impossible for teams to get through. The landing is two miles and a half from here, and we would have a fine time, "'toting up boxes of hard bread, beef, and other fixings. "'I saw one of our boys coming up from the landing last night "'who had evidently misjudged the depth of the mud in some place. "'For clear to his waist, he was cased in Maryland salve. "'A man is fortunate if he can find a place to cross the road "'without going in to his knees. "'My tent-mate Damon is on furlough he was not in condition for duty having strained his back so they gave him a furlough of thirty days his time is about half up and we do miss the boy frank robinson has got back looking pleasant and happy as a newly married man should End of letter forty letter forty one camp beaufort charles county maryland february ninth eighteen sixty two for a day or two i have been laid up with a bad cut on my foot which i got chopping wood for my tent i cannot get a boot or a shoe on but hope it won't bother me a great while i guess in fact almost no that we are to leave here soon general hooker has been to washington to confer with the commanding general Run, our commissary sergeant thinks we are going on an expedition to Galveston, Texas. Wouldn't we have a time down there among those Spaniards, Greasers, Negroes, and those perfectly awful Texas Rangers? Damon has not got back yet. We have a letter from him saying he was at Lunenburg, Vermont, laid up with a lame leg. We have been rigged out with new uniforms, dark blue dress coats, with light blue cord trimmings and light blue pants. End of letter 41. End of section 12. Recording by John Brandon.